Hi, this is Dominique Hill, and I'm coming to you from St. Mary Mercy Hospital again, but this time I'm going to be with our chair, Dr. Michael Calise. He um, is coming to join us today because he's going to be talking to us about falls in the elderly. Now, Dr. Calise, tell me a little bit about why this is something that is near and dear to your heart. Well, first of all, you know, this topic came, came to mind for me is because we just received our level one ASEP geriatric certification. So we're really excited about that. And things about falls in the elderly, one third of adults age 65 or older fall each year. And falls are a leading cause of injury deaths in this age population. And most common cause of non-fatal injuries and hospital admissions for this group. So this group is a significant cause of morbidity and mortality leading to these falls. And the chance of a fall will cause a severe injury requiring hospitalization greatly increases as you get older. So this is an important topic for our elderly patients, just as important as that resuscitation save. Maybe not as sexy, but it's an important topic to discuss. I agree with you. Now tell us a little bit about why do the elderly fall? Well, there's many causes. You know, many of them have multiple medical problems. So there's a lot of morbidity in this age population. As we get older, we have more medical problems. They have eyesight issues. Uh, we rely on our senses to maintain our balance. So eyesight, hearing, Lighting at home can be significant reasons why they fall. Uh, comorbidities, again, we talked about, they increase with age and the likelihood of medications and increase their risk of falls in this age population. Now let's uh, switch gears a little bit. Why is this so important? The thing about falls, it should heighten your concern that there's something more going on or if this patient saw a lifespan. Uh, we want, 60% of these people will die from falls are 75 and older. So there's a significant cause of mortality in this group. Also, 20 to 30 percent uh, suffer moderate to severe injuries, such as hip fractures. We see that a lot in the emergency department. Head injury that reduce their morbidity and independence, and then increase their risk of premature death. So, if we can prevent these types of things, we can make a difference in one person's life. You know, it's just like cardiac save. It's just not as sexy to say, "Why did Grandma fall?" and then try to address that. We fix the fall, but we don't always go deeper. Why? Okay, so we've got the problem, we've got the why. Now, can you tell us a little bit about what can we do in order to address this in our own emergency departments? Again, we're going back to why did they fall. A lot of times we stop at fixing the trauma. You know, we fix the broken hip, we evaluate, do the CTs and check for the head injury, and we make sure we use all of our medical knowledge to treat the medical falls. But we don't take it to the next level, and that's what I'm hoping to kind of bring out in this discussion today. So. One half to two thirds occur in their home. So it's a logical extension that we would start looking at in their home why they fall. You know, most falls, it's not down the steps that you would think. It's from a standing position, like tripping while they're walking. And so there's things in the home environment that are common that can lead to these type of injuries. So a home evaluation is certainly important, looking where someone can take that next step, go to the home, get something out there, look for tripping hazards, lack of stair rails or grab bars in the home, do a home evaluation, look for slippery surface, unstable furniture, lighting in the home is all important. I know we did that with my mother-in-law. We got bed rails, we added barrier lights around her bed so at nighttime she has almost like a night light so she can see and try to help her from falling. She actually did fall, she broke her hip. So we went to her home and really maybe one step too late, but we did do a lot you know, with grab bars in the shower and everything like that, that's a possibility. Okay, is there anything we can educate our patients, you know, when they're being discharged about how we can help prevent falls in the future? Yeah, I think we can do a lot more than we're doing. 
I really think, you know, talking to the patient and their families about safety things they can do, like wearing shoes with non-skid soles. How many times you see them come in with these slippers that have a slippery base to them? You know, good lighting in the home, like we mentioned earlier. You know, remove throw rugs and stuff that are tripping. And if they have to have them, tape them down with carpet tape. Tack down carpet edges. Try to look for trip areas and try to prevent them. Make sure electrical cords aren't across the walkways. Grab bars again in the bathtub, shower area, toilet, anything to help them where they're going from standing to sitting, sitting to standing, or having to take a step over something to give them additional balance because those are fall risks for them. Have them not climb on stools or step ladders. How many times have we seen someone up on a three-step stool that probably shouldn't have been? Try to tell them non-wax floors or non-skid floors, or even have professional gloves. You know, in our department, we've arranged to have social workers or at least people that can go out to the homes and do a home safety evaluation. And if your department doesn't have that, certainly look for your community resources because that, I believe, is a part of the care that we're missing. So I think those are important. And then the second part, I think, is to help the patient take care of themselves. They have their eyes checked every year, kind of simple things, so to maintain their vision and the senses so they can maintain their balance. You know, hearing check are important. Have them evaluate if they have foot pain again, which would be a cause for instability. If they're having problems with dizziness and unsteadiness, make sure they get a thorough evaluation. Look at their medicines, look at the polyantihistamines, look at the opiates, benzodiazepines, or things that potentially could be adjusted that may cause them to fall. Encourage them to use a cane or walker if they need it, or at least be evaluated for such. If they're on type of medications or have orthostatic, teach them how to get up slowly and to use the handrails that you put in place and consider a commode at the bedside. Most of the falls occur at night, uh, a lot of times trying to get up to the bathroom in a time when maybe all their senses aren't there. Okay. Well, I think that'll wrap, just about wrap up our uh, podcast for today, but I wanted to thank Dr. Cleese a lot for taking time out of his busy schedule to come and talk to us about a topic that is very near and dear to his heart, falls in the elderly. Thank you. You know, if we can help one in this area, I know it's not the sexy CPR, but I think it has just as much community benefit. So thank you. No, thank you. Take care and we'll see you next time.